enables you to have open conversations about specific deals, about what you do, and not have to worry about violating the SEC regulations. Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Hello and welcome back to Pillars of Wealth Creation. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. With me on this uh, beautiful Wednesday, we got Matt Jones. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Todd? I am fantastic, man. Well, another uh, gorgeous day and we're just going to talk a little bit of real estate. I don't know. We usually don't talk real estate, do we? No, no. We usually talk about uh, cooking. Uh, you know, I love to cook and, and all my favorite recipes. Uh, do you like to cook, Matt? I, I do, actually. I used to be a sous chef. Come on, really? I didn't <laughs> really? know that about yeah. you. Really? What what life was that in? Jeez, I didn't I didn't know that. I I am a horrible cook. Here's here's what I do when I cook, and then this is this is bad. And I, I I'm aware of the problem. I just can't fix the problem. Uh, I will start the meal, and I will go and do other things. Like let's say I'm on the grill. I'll start the grill. I'll get the charcoal roll rolling, and then I'll like go clean up dog poop. And then I got to go in the house and I got to wash my hands, of course, because clean up dog poop. But I'm like, oh, the grill's been hot for 10 minutes already. So then I got to go get, I put the, you know, food on the, on the grill. And then I go and do something else. <laughs> you know, go, go sweep the patio or, you know, whatever else. And I totally forget about the food. And then I go, oh, geez, you know, flip the food. And then I go do something else. And every, every time without fail. I always go do something else. And what happens is not the food doesn't always get like burned or overcooked. A lot of times it does. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> the food tastes okay. What ends up happening is my wife says, Todd, what'd you put? What'd you, what kind of veggies did you cook? Oh, I totally forgot about the veggies. Uh, did you, do you have any bread? Like, oh shoot, I forgot about that. Like what's, what are we going to have to go with it? You cooked this, but what's going with it? Yeah. I, I totally forgot. I don't, I don't know what's going with it. You know, did you, did you cook the potatoes? Like, Oh shoot. How long do the potatoes take? Well, they take longer than the meat you just cooked. Oh, well, I guess we're going to have potato chips. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how I cook uh, really bad. So, but let's I, talk real estate, man. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. I could talk about uh, cooking, but uh, I love real estate even more. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good stuff. I didn't know you were a chef. That's, that's fun. You're going to have to whip me up some, some good stuff. Sure. <laughs> uh, cool. So what are we talking about today, Matt? Uh, so we're going to talk about uh, 506B versus 506C with real estate syndication. Yeah. So real estate syndication. So real dummy version is basically we're pulling people's money together, right? To buy an asset. So in real estate, we're pulling people's money together to buy uh, that piece of real estate. Um, in my world, it's typically multifamily or uh, assisted living uh, that we're buying. And we're actually doing a, a, a flex space as well, but for the most part, assisted living or, or multifamily. Uh, and we're going to buy a 100, 200, 300, 400, whatever it is, unit apartment complex. Um, and so I don't have the capital to buy it myself. I don't have the, let's call it $5 million sitting in the bank. So I got to go out to my 
network, my friends, my family, um, acquaintances, people I've met, people that have called me, they listen to this podcast and they call me up and say, hey, I'd love to invest in one of your deals. We have a good conversation. Um, you know, so, so those are the people that come in and they put, you know, their, their money in 50 or 100 or 500, whatever it might be, $1,000. And uh, we all buy the property together. And so that's, that's essentially what we're talking about. And there's several different types of offerings. We're going to specifically focus on two of them, the 506B and the 506C. Now there's variations off of off of both. There's a 504. There's a um, you know there's reg. Uh, they're all under reg D, but there's a um, I don't know. There, there's there's many different types of offerings that are essentially publicly, uh, not publicly traded, but be, be you are able to publicly advertise and then the other ones that you're only able to privately talk about. Yep. And, and both are, are excellent ways of raising money for a syndication, but it just all depends on what your investor base is and uh, I guess how you want to structure things. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one of the reasons why it was like, Hey, we should talk about this. I just had a phone conversation um, so now I have an investor relations person, which is actually my beautiful wife. Um, and we are just trying to kind of look at some of the things that I've been doing as far as investor relations and how can we improve upon them and, you know, how, how, how can she improve upon them and, and really, you know, provide a better experience for our current investors, provide a better experience for our prospective investors uh, all that kind of stuff. And so we had a conversation today um, with a investor relations person and they were talking, uh, he was talking about their transition into doing 506C offerings and the reason why he really likes that. And so I thought, well, let's, let's chat about that. 506B, 506C. Yep. And so I think the, before... I was going to say, before we get into it, we should uh, define what an accredited investor is, because that's really key to, uh, you know, one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, why don't, do you want to give that definition? Sure. Yeah. Uh, so it's not something you go to school for, or, you know, uh, sign up online to print out your certificate or whatever. This is a, uh, something that's defined by the SEC and you can go to the SEC website and, and see all this, but you have to meet a, one of a, a few different requirements and you only need one of the requirements. So either one, you could have a net worth of a million dollars or more, which does not include your primary residence. Uh, two, you could make $200,000 a year uh, in income yourself. Uh, or if you're married, you and your spouse together, if you make uh, $300,000 uh, together, that uh, counts towards accreditation. Or uh, number four, if you already have uh, some kind of, uh, if you, you have a series seven or, or series 11 or, or some kind of uh, you know, accreditation through the SEC already, then that counts uh, or that can count towards uh, uh, real estate uh, accreditation. Yeah. And there's company, you know, real estate. So if you own a, um, yeah, business, uh, your LLC, and you're investing through your LLC, that can also be accredited by having specific amount of, uh, but, but those are, those are not, not used very often, right? So you, I, I think it's like $5 million if you have um, in your, in your company assets and so on. So there's, there's other 
nuances to it. But for the most part, you're right. It's a million dollars in net worth, 200,000 if you're single, 300,000 if you're married. Um, so that's accredited and that's important. Why? Well, uh, I mean, that uh, depends on which kind of offering can be uh, you can participate in. Because if you're not accredited, if you don't meet one of those uh, uh, you know, specific uh, means, then you are considered non-accredited. Yeah. And even if you're non-accredited, you still need to be considered a savvy investor, which is a whole other kind of title. So, and the, sophisticated. Oh, sorry. Or savvy. Either way. Hey, real quick, I want to talk to you about the North Star Real Estate Conference. We've got the North Star Real Estate Conference. It's the third annual. Of course, we're back live this year after taking a one-year hiatus and being virtual. We're live. We've got live and virtual options for you. So I'd love to see you there. North Star Real Estate Conference. It's all about cash flowing real estate. So we're going to be hitting on multifamily. We're going to be hitting on all things commercial. Uh, we'll be talking about syndications, asset management, all of that stuff that you're going to need to know and the mindset behind it. I've got a great lineup of speakers. So go on to northstarunlimited.live. Buy your tickets now. Um, I want to see you there. I want to network with you. I want to shake your hand. I want to get to know you. And we've got a ton of people that are going to be there wanting to do the same thing. So join us, North Star Real Estate Conference, October 7th and 8th. Uh, and it is in the Twin Cities at Mystic Lake Casino. So I hope to see you there. What's a sophisticated investor then? What's that mean? Well, that's where you have uh, some uh, you know, knowledge of real estate and or business where you kind of know what you're doing, essentially, uh, yeah. you kind of understand the risks, you know, if it's uh, somebody who's never done any kind of real estate or business before, and it's their last $50,000, uh, you know, and that they need to live off of, you know, that, that's non accredited, and they're probably not uh, um, uh, accredited, or, yeah, they're not accredited, not and not, not sophisticated either. So, you know, th that's not something who can really participate in a real estate syndication at that time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And this all came about actually during the Great Depression, you know, a lot of people got taken advantage of and so the government stepped in and said, hey, we need to control and regulate this, which I think is kind of, you know, I guess I can see it, but hey, they don't control and regulate how much money you can spend on everything else. So it's kind of a little weird. I was thinking of that actually mowing my lawn uh, yesterday. I was like, it's really weird that the government controls what people can invest in to make money, but they don't control what you can burn your money on. Like I can go buy a, a, a Lamborghini and get a loan on that. And that's like a horrible place to put my money. Or I can go put my money with somebody else that, you know, and invest in their business and potentially make money on that. But the government doesn't let me if I'm not accredited or sophisticated. So uh, really interesting. Uh, the other thing with the 506B, so the 506B is the private offering. You can't solicit it. You can't, you have to know people that are investing in it. You have to know them. You have to have a pre-existing relationship with them or substantial pre-existing relationship. I can't just meet you, Matt, you and I couldn't meet today. And then tomorrow, I couldn't just talk about the deal and say, do you want to invest in it? Right. Mm -hmm. I couldn't 
specifically, especially I couldn't specifically meet with you for the purpose of talking about the deal. If that was the first time. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so that's, that's the B is we can't advertise at all. And, but, but with the B we can take non-accredited sophisticated investors, but we can only take up to 35 of them in our, in our deal. Why the regulation for limiting? No clue. Honestly, it doesn't make any sense to me. So maybe somebody out there has a reason for it, but <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me. But either way, that's the rule. Uh, you can only have up to 35. And um, again, they have to be sophisticated. And there's no limit to the uh, accredited investors that you can take with 506B. There's no limit to accredited investors with either 506B or C. Um, the other nice thing is the accredited investors, the only thing they have to do is check a box to say they're accredited. They don't have to go through a verification process. Their CPA doesn't have to sign a you know, piece of paper, nothing. So they, they, we have what's called a subscription agreement and we give everybody a subscription agreement. And within that subscription agreement, there's just some language in there that says, you know, basically, are you accredited? And then how are you accredited? So million dollars not worth, check, boom, done. That's it. I don't have to verify it. Now, if I know they're not, I'm going to say, hey, what, you checked the wrong box. I need you to, to check a different box. I just had an investor recently that I'm like, are, are you sure that fits? And like, they're like, yeah, I actually, I do have that net worth. I'm like, oh, well, that's awesome. You know, I had no clue. Um, so just wanted to verify. Yep. And I think 506B is a great way to raise money if you are doing it from your friends and family. You know, unless you have a couple of homes in the Hamptons, uh, then your friends and family probably are uh, uh, accredited already. Yeah. And um, for me, I've done pretty much all 506B for a couple of reasons. I've got some investors that I don't think want to go through that accreditation process. I know they don't want to. And then the other thing is I get non-accredited investors in every single one of my deals. And I'm able to raise a pretty substantial amount of money with my non-accredited investors. So I want to be loyal to them and I want to continue to allow them to come into my deals. Or if I do a 506C, I'm now no longer able to allow them into my deals. So let's talk 506C and why that would be, you know, something we would want to do. Well, if you are, you know, just looking at like high net worth individuals and you, you want to raise, uh, you know, a, a larger amount of money, then you might need to really focus on them. Uh, and it's great because you can advertise. I mean, you can take out billboards, uh, you know, TV ads, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, you can advertise on all of those. Uh, but you, again, you can only take accredited investors for 506C. Yeah, yeah. So they have to go through a, a process. Their CPA you know, has to uh, verify them. There's third party, typically, like you're going to use a third party, it's a pretty easy check, but they have to go through a verification process. Now it's good for five, I think five years now. It, um, and I might be wrong. Uh, so don't quote me on that. You'd have to talk to your security attorney, but it used to be only good for like, for a very short period of time. Um, and so that, that that's changed. So it's actually a lot more convenient now. Um, one of the biggest pros, as you already mentioned, with the 506C or a, an advertisement or a offering I can publicly advertise is I can publicly advertise it. Now, 
with that said, I was like the person I was talking to said the same thing. You're not going to get you're gonna, 80% of the people that are going to invest in your deal. You're going to actually have a, a phone conversation with them or more. You know, very few of them are going to just invest with you because of a Facebook ad or a LinkedIn ad or anything like that. But what it allows to do is allows you to have open conversations about specific deals, about what you do, and not have to worry about violating the SEC regulations. Because if you're doing a 506B type offering, you have to be careful who you talk to, how you talk. You just have to be careful about what you say because you don't want to jeopardize your investments and you don't want to jeopardize your current investors. Where with the 506C, you can kind of shout it on the rooftops, right? You can tell people what you're doing and you don't, you're not worried about it. You can advertise on Facebook. You can put it on bigger pockets. You can talk about it on podcasts. You've got a couple deals under contract and you're doing 506Bs and you are a guest on somebody else's podcast. You can't talk about that deal. Somebody says, hey, what, co- what kind of stuff do you have going on right now? You can say, well, yeah, we have a couple of things that we're working on, blah, blah, blah. But you can't say, well, yeah, we've got a, you know, a 320 unit under contract in Dallas and blah, blah, blah. And we're, we're raising, you know, $8 million for it. You can't say something like that if it's a 506B. If it's 506C, yeah, no problem. What are the consequences if you do put a Facebook ad out for a 506B offering? Yeah, fines. I mean, fairly heavy fines too. Um, you know, up to a few hundred thousand dollars worth of fines. And so, yeah, you, you, you definitely don't want to do that. Um, it's pretty easy to track a Facebook ad. So you got to be careful. Um, and that's the other thing is I, I see it. I see people putting it out there like, hey, I'm raising money for a deal. Anybody know anybody? Well, that's, yeah, that's illegal. You can't do that. Or if it's a 506C, you could do that. You could say, hey, I'm raising, I got a deal under contract for raising money. Anybody knows anybody, send them my way. That's really, that's acceptable, right? But if, for, if it was a 506B, you couldn't do that. And any money that you got jeopardizes the deal. I couldn't, Matt, if you looked at my deal, I know you, right? And, and I sent a 506B to you. You could look, I could send it to you. I could talk to you about it. You and I could talk about it all day long. No problem. You could invest in it. But if you go, hey, I've got a, my Aunt Betty has a bunch of money and she wants to invest in your deal. Can she do that? Technically, I would have to say, well, I'd love to talk to Aunt Betty uh, about what we do. But unfortunately, she doesn't meet qualifications to invest in this deal because we don't have a pre-existing relationship. No, now if you were if you were my business partner, right, that'd be okay, mm-hmm. right. So if you were if you were part of the deal and a business partner, sure, Aunt Betty could come in because you have, but you're my partner in that case, so it's mm-hmm. different. Yeah, yep. But if it's five hundred six C, heck yeah, Matt. Like yeah, send her my way. We'll talk. And I mean, the uh, pre-established relationship, uh, it could be, you know, multiple conversations or emails or, or something uh, over the course of a few months or so, uh, just to show that you're, it's not your first conversation that you're having about uh, real estate happens to be that one deal you're raising money for. Yep. 
Yeah. What I, what I hope that um, eventually evolves here is that the SEC will allow you to do both B and C offerings. You'll be able to take non-accredited investors into your deals as long as you have a, a pre-existing relationship, whether you advertise or not. And so I could do a 506C. I could raise from my accredited investors um, that I don't have a relationship with. I could raise from anybody I don't have a relationship with that are accredited. I could take anybody that's not accredited as long as I have the relationship with them and they're a sophisticated investor. That's, that's what I hope will happen. I think it, there's a good chance it could happen, um, but it might be a ways out. So we are actually looking at doing this on one of our next deals and we'll see if it happens. And if it does, people will know about it. What we're looking at doing is setting up a 506B offering. And so we can't publicly advertise that. We'll set that up for about three weeks. We'll send it out to our network, maybe even less, but we'll do a webinar to our, our current network. We'll, we'll send it out and we'll ask for commitments. Then once we decide the time has come, we will actually switch it over to a 506B, sorry, C. And so we'll start as 506B, We'll be able to take our accredited, non-accredited investors, anybody who gives us a commitment and signs a subscription agreement prior to us transferring it over to a 506C does not need to go through the whole accreditation process that are in the deal, Ooh. right? Because we offered it as a 506B. Once we change it over to a 506C, anybody else coming into the deal has to be accredited investor. And so we're looking at that. I don't want to tell the uh, whole audience here that this is something that's 100% legal and doable because we are still doing the research on this and making sure this is something we can do. But right now we're being led to believe that this is a possibility um, that we can do. Again, this is not legal advice. So check with your attorney to make sure, uh, make sure they understand the securities rules um, because we are still doing our research to make sure that that can happen. But if it can, I, I think that's a kind of an exciting thing to do. Now, if let's say, Matt, um, if, if you missed the boat and you said, hey, I want to do this deal, um, can I still get in? And we already switched it over to the 506C, I would have to say yes, but you have to be accredited and go through the accreditation process, right? Because now it's too late to get in under the 506B. That's our understanding of it at this point in time. Yep. Well, one thing I forgot about accreditation is you, if you're doing the income of 200,000, if you're single or 300,000, if you're uh, married, that has to be uh, over two years or yes. like, a, like like two years in a row of, of and, that and income it has threshold. To be, and it has to be uh, going forward too. So if you're aware that uh, your income is going to drop substantially, you're not supposed to be checking the box. Like, let's say you quit your job or something like that. You shouldn't be checking that box. Yeah. yeah. Well, for anyone who's out there who's considering 506B versus C, uh, you know, Todd and I, we are not attorneys. So make sure you consult with a syndication yeah. attorney uh, to make sure you're following the laws and not uh, committing any white collar crimes. Yeah. And that that's a good thing to say because the securities attorney is very important versus a just a regular attorney 
or even a real estate attorney. You want to make sure you have a securities attorney, um, somebody who really understands securities laws versus just somebody who understands real estate laws and thinks they know a little bit about securities. So make sure you're consulting with the right person to not cross that boundary because I don't know about you, Matt. I don't want to spend any time in jail. Um, it just doesn't seem to fit my personality very well. Or a fine of uh, $500,000 would uh, kind of hurt as well. Um, yeah, yeah. I really don't want to pay big fines either. Yeah. And if you set up a syndication wrong, then, uh, you know, if you get called out by it, by the SEC, it might, you might have to dissolve the syndication. Well, and look, I mean, you just, you know, you got a reputation to keep, right? Mm -hmm. And so you start tarnishing reputation when you're not doing things the right way. So just do things the right way, pay the right people, get the right answers. You heard something on a podcast you liked, you thought that sounds interesting. Don't just assume that that was all the answers. Make sure you talk with the right person. We've given a lot of information today, but as you said, consult with your securities attorney and make sure that any advice that, and nothing that we've given is advice. It's just information that, that we have knowledge about or understanding about from, from our sources. So cool, man. Um, well, that's all I got. You got anything else? That's it for today. Cool. Well, you have a fantastic rest of the day. Make every day Saturday. Thanks. You too. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you being a loyal listener. Say, I would love to have you go on to our Facebook page and subscribe. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Go on to iTunes or wherever you listen and give us a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe. Your rating review just helps us push this out to more and more people and continue to grow our audience and hopefully positively affect a ton of people out there that really need this and, and want this. So uh, the other thing I've got for you is a free ebook on my website. So go on to venturedproperties.com, venturedproperties.com and download our free ebook on real estate and on syndication. And I've got some data points in there, some really good stuff for you. So I'd love to have you take a look at that. It's free. I'm not expecting anything from it. Uh, and also look, if you want some help in multifamily, want some help learning, growing, getting your business off the ground, I would love to talk to you about what it would look like, uh, to work with me potentially and see if that's a good fit. So you can go to coachwithdex.com and check that out. And, uh, we can definitely have a, uh, a call. Thanks a lot for listening. You make it a fantastic rest of the day. I'll catch you on the next episode.